0: Our life study again today brings us to the matter of maturity in transformation from Genesis chapters 45 through 48. And here to help us with it is Dick Taylor. Dick, it's good to see you again.
1: Good to be on this life study broadcast.
0: Dick, we have a life study today in which transformation, as signified by the life experience of Jacob, is really looked at in its final stage, the stage of maturity. To help our new listeners, what does the Bible refer to when it speaks of transformation.
1: Transformation is a tremendous word. Uh, It's the opposite of mere change in outward behavior. A monkey uh, may uh, be trained in outward behavior to perform like a human being, but eventually, because the monkey has a monkey life and there's uh, no change inside the monkey, The monkey will ultimately only express the monkey life. It may be a very good performance, uh, acting like a man, dressed like a man, but when the performance is over, the monkey life comes back, the tie's thrown off, and he swings from the chandelier again. This is not transformation. This is just outward behavior. Sorry to say, I was in this ballpark for a while just trying to behave like Jesus. Outward behavior. It doesn't work. What we need is to be transformed. Romans twelve two says, don't be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The footnote that Brother Lee, Witness Lee, gives us here is tremendous. Transformation is the inward metabolic process in which God works to spread his divine life and nature throughout every part of our being, particularly our soul, bringing Christ and his riches into all our being as our new element and causing our old element to be gradually discharged. As a result, we will be transformed into his image. That is conformed to the image of the firstborn son of God as his many brothers. Then we'll be suitable for the building up of the body of Christ. So transformation is a metabolic process in life. So our need is not mere outward behavioral change. Our need is to enjoy Christ, who is our life. And there's a metabolic change in our mind, our emotion, and our will, eventually bringing in the maturity of life. This is transformation.
0: Dick, I think we've all spent some time in the ballpark you referred to. I'm just happy that we have a whole other opportunity presented to us in these life studies.
1: Oh, good to get out of that ballpark.
0: Let's join Witness Lee with today's life study.
2: Transformation is the metabolic change in life. Maturity is the fullness in life. One is the change. The other is the fullness. So transformation is the change and maturity is the fullness. And maturity is the last stage of transformation. At uh, Peniel, Jacob's side was touched by God. From that instant, in chapter 32, Jacob's transformation started. From chapter 25 to chapter 32, there was no transformation. No change in life. But, full of dealings. The first 20 years, under the hand of Laban, there was nothing but dealing after dealing. You could say there were about three periods of time. The first period for dealings, the second period of times for transformation, and then the last period of time for maturity. Eventually, In chapter 47, you could see his maturity was fully manifested. How do we know that from chapter 37, Jacob became matured? How could we see his maturity? Number one, when he heard the news that Joseph was still alive, he didn't blame his sins. You know, his sons, they did a conspiracy. They plotted to uh, kill Joseph firstly, then they changed their plot, but they uh, lied to the father. We know the story. If Jacob was not a mature person, at the same time, when he would be happy, he would be also blaming what your children did to me? You nearly killed kill me. But the Bible doesn't give us a word as a record that Jacob blamed anything. No, no blaming. Dick,
0: we're focusing today on this final stage of transformation, which Witness Lee terms maturity in life. And he uses the example of Jacob Not blaming his sons for what happened to his favorite son, Joseph. Develop this thought for us, if you would.
1: Well, we need to consider what was happening here uh, with his sons. Remember what they had done. Number one, they had conspired to kill Joseph. Number two, they eventually, they didn't kill him, but eventually they sold him into slavery, and he ended up in Egypt. And number three, they lied to their father about the whole thing. Well, eventually, when the news came to Jacob that Joseph was alive, many of these things became unveiled to him and exposed to him. He realized all of these things that had transpired, the conspiring to kill him, the selling him into slavery, and even the lie. And to tell you the truth, without the maturity of life, you would just come apart at the seams. But Jacob was in his maturity in life. And the tremendous thing here is that he did not blame. Without the maturity of life, you blame. You blast. You want to get even. You would like to be just like they were to you. The same way they behaved with Joseph is what would come out of us. But again, the the main point here is, that Jacob through the transformation process entered into the peak of transformation which is the maturity in life. This tells us that again today we cannot behave if we find out these kind of things. Somebody lied to us, somebody conspired without enjoying Christ as our life. We just behave according to our old, natural, fallen, sinful being. But. When we're enjoying Christ, we can taste this. Actually, we may not be mature in the Christian life yet. But as we would get up every morning to enjoy the Lord and tell the Lord, Lord Jesus, I love you, and feast on his word. And I encourage all of you to get a recovery version with the footnotes. And every day, just feast on the Lord in his word. You'll enjoy him as you're supplied by him then you will have a taste, at least, of the maturity of life because the Spirit gives you a foretaste. We may not be actually mature, but we can taste that maturity as we grow, as we're transformed. And the things that happen to us, rather than blasting people and blaming people, we will bless them because we're just filled with this wonderful Christ who wants to bless people with himself.
0: Thank you, Dick. Let's rejoin Witness Lee for more of today's Life Study.
2: Chapter 45 says, Jacob's heart became numb. The heart became numb. And uh, verse 27 says, The spirit of Jacob revived. The heart became numb. But the spirit revived. There is... A difference between the heart and the spirit. The heart of this suffering father, hearing the good news, became numb. It means doing nothing. No feeling. No sense. But his spirit revived. I hope many of us, in some of the occasions, could be like this. Our heart is numb. But our spirit revived. Yeah. We were so young in the spiritual life. We mostly revive in our heart. And we were numb in our spirit. Am I right? The younger you are, the more you revive in your heart. And numb in your spirit. The more you grow, the more you become a little numb in your heart and revived in your spirit. Here we have a saint who is matured. Bible tells us his heart was numb. But his spirit revived. We have to believe in the Holy Word. Amen. In the whole world, among all the sacred books, there is not such a kind of a saint. The heart became numb, the spirit revived. Amen. This is a sign, a manifestation of maturity. And this means this mature saint at this juncture did have a clear division between the soul and the spirit. He didn't pretend to be something. He didn't perform something. He didn't act. He didn't blame. Why? Because he has come into maturity. You mean say, well, this verse means that uh, Jacob's heart was shocked when he heard this kind of news so good he was shocked I don't believe let me tell you with a young person when some bad news or good news come the news would shock him his mind his emotion You know, his will will be so active. Not at all numb. But here you have an old man. When the good news came to him, his heart became numb. No reaction. No action. He was mature. This is a sign of Jacob's maturity in life. In chapter 46, Jacob, he went to Berseba, to offer, not one, but here it says, sacrifices. He went to uh, Berseba, not to pray, nor to praise, but to worship his God in fellowship. Here, it doesn't say at all that he prayed, that he praised, that he gave uh, some thanks to the Lord. No. He offered sacrifices to God, to say to God, not to do anything for God. Not even to praise God, to pray to God, or to thank God. No. But to offer his experiences of Christ. To offer Christ, whom he has experienced in many aspects, to God for God's satisfaction. I tell you, this is the worship that God desires to have with us. Now, here's a mature thing.
0: Dick, we are seeing Jacob today in maturity of life. And in this section, we are brought to Jacob's heart being numb but his spirit revived. How is this a sign of maturity?
1: This is a very, very unusual saying, and this saying is uniquely found in the Bible. (laughs) The spirit is revived, but the heart is numb. Well, this is an indicator of maturity in life because usually when we hear some very good news, if we're not mature in life, probably our experience is our heart is revived, and our spirit is numb, Uh, and we enter into and participate in the news in a kind of immature way. But what this means here is that Jacob had reached the peak of transformation, and I tell you, there could not be better news that came to him, because he loved Joseph. His maturity was shown by his being revived in his spirit, but numb in his heart. You know, the younger you are, when you're told something good, or you're given a gift, You just go crazy in the heart but maybe your spirit is totally numb (laughs) but as you grow it just reverses it goes the opposite way and as i mentioned before he didn't blame he didn't blame if his heart would have been revived his spirit numb i tell you the truth in his excitement about this good news he would have started blaming and started aiming again at all the his sons who had conspired and sold joseph and had lied to him But rather, his uh, spirit was revived and his heart was numb so that he could react in a proper way and still, through this, be a steadfast, blessing person who's in the maturity in life.
0: Wonderful fellowship. Thank you, Dick. Let's rejoin Witness Lee for the conclusion of today's life study.
2: God didn't ask him to go to Beersheba to offer sacrifices. He himself went there. He went there not to pray. He went there not to preach. Not to thank. He went there not to seek the Lord's leading. He just went there to satisfy God by offering the very Christ he has experienced. He was there, you read verse 2 of chapter 46, God spake unto Israel. In the visions. In that one night. He got not only one vision. In that one night. In Beersheba. God at least appeared to him twice. Isn't this good? You know. When we were young in life. We will always ask God. Lord what is your mind? Tell me Lord. What you want me to do. But here. You couldn't save a person like this. And this person, I say again, didn't pray, didn't praise, didn't sing. He only offered the sacrifices to God. Then in the night, God came again and again. This is another sign, another manifestation of his maturity. We cannot imitate this. The degree of life, we all know, depends upon the growth. You see, if you have the growth, then you have the degree. If you don't have the growth, you don't have the degree. Jacob robbed his father, his brother, his uncle Leben. And even he robbed all his wives. He robbed everybody. <laughs> and eventually, when he became old, he was robbed. He was bereaved. Of this sin, of that sin, and eventually all 12 sins were lost. According to his position, when he arrived at Egypt, he had the standing to claim everything. Am I right? He didn't ask of one thing. He didn't ask. This is a strong sign of maturity. A mature person wouldn't demand anything. Wouldn't ask of anything. When she arrived at Egypt, yeah. the first thing he did was what? Bless Pharaoh. And he blessed the highest person on this earth. Pharaoh was only under God. He was above every human being on this earth. Yet Pharaoh was under the hand of Jacob blessing. Hebrew 7 says, Always greater gives blessing to the lesser. And this proves Jacob, was greater than Pharaoh. He blessed. And have you noticed, when he went in, he didn't say a word, he blessed. When he left, he blessed again. He didn't say, Pharaoh, how I am grateful to you, and how kind you are, and... He didn't say this. This is all a kind of a political, human, polite talk. You see, he didn't say this kind of vain word. When he saw Pharaoh, he stretched his arm. He blessed. Absolutely different from human culture. Absolutely different from religion. You know, blessing means what? Blessing means that you are full with life. You have been filled with life to the brim, so the life overflows. Blessing is the overflow of life. <laughs> and he died.
0: Dick, what a contrast this message is to the earlier scenes we had of Jacob, from a clever, conniving, cheating robber to one fully transformed to the point of maturity, the beggar has become the blesser. This is marvelous. Why is blessing the top sign of maturity?
1: Isn't this good that the beggar became the blesser? Blessing is the top sign of maturity because blessing refers to the overflow of life. To be mature in life means we have experienced the metabolic process of life. That is transformation to the extent that we are filled to the brim, even to the point of overflowing. So this is why blessing refers to maturity in life. Blessing is the overflow of what we're filled with. The Lord's desire is to saturate us. There's a hymn that says, Thy spirit will me saturate. Every part will God permeate. And then there's another hymn, a chorus, that says, uh, Lord, transform me to thine image in emotion, mind, and will. Saturate me with thy spirit. All my being, holy, fill. This is the maturity of life. We would be filled to the brim with the divine life. And you know, in Hebrews 7, uh, 7 it says, the lesser is blessed by the greater. He was so mature in life that he even blessed the ruler of the world at that time, who was Pharaoh. And it says the lesser is blessed by the greater. So eventually, Jacob, in his maturity in life, was the greater. He was blessing. He was blessing the one who was supposedly the greatest one on this earth. But by this point in time, the greatest one on the earth was Jacob, who was mature in the divine life. And I like this uh verse in chapter 48 verses 15 and 16. Listen to this. God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk, the God who shepherded me all the days of my life even unto this day, the angel which redeemed me from evil. Bless the lads. Bless the lads. This is a tremendous verse. I hope all of you listeners could read Genesis 48, 15, and 16. Here you see uh, one who was a conniver, a cheater, a robber. He was clever, but he has become mature in life, and now he is a blessing person rather than a beggar.
0: Dick, one thing I'm going to take from this time together, maturity in life may be ahead of us. But we all get a foretaste whenever we touch this wonderful person, this wonderful divine life.
1: That's exactly right. We can have a foretaste of the maturity in the divine life every day by contacting this dear Christ, calling on his precious name, enjoying him in his word. As we get filled at that moment, we taste all the truth and reality related to the maturity in the divine life.
0: Thank you for your fellowship, Dick. Another wonderful life study that's been made even more enjoyable by your presence. See you next time. You have been listening to the Life Study of Genesis with Witness Lee. If you would like more information about this program, then please call 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Or write to Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, anaheim california 92814 you can also send us email at radio at lsm.org for a free download of this program or to find more information visit us online at lsm.org if you've enjoyed what you've heard from this life study of genesis then we encourage you to freely distribute this program it's available in mp3 format again it can be downloaded from lsm.org free of charge